You are listening to The Ron Van Dam Show, the number one choice of listeners who were not aware they had a choice. And this is New England Broadcasting. The following program is brought to you in living color. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Whatever. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. Welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show, coming to you in living color and in high definition. I don't even know what all that means. Sit down and shut up. I'm going to do a show for you. It should last about half an hour. After that, you're on your own, okay? Those are the rules. Move along. There's nothing to see here. Move along. Go back to your homes. I had a surprise this morning. I won the Michigan primary, and I wasn't even in it, and I don't even know what it is. Unbelievable. Okay, 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 okay. How are you? How you doing today? Oh my God, you're looking good. I like to compliment people. That way I have them in the palm of my hands. But it's not real. Nothing is anymore. Nothing's real. It isn't. It isn't. Whatever you think is real, uh, someone can come along and say, no, that's not real. Oh, okay. I believe you because I don't know who you are. Doesn't make any sense. It, it Work with Jesus. You know, follow me. We're going to go through the desert. Oh, that was Moses. That's all people did around that, that, that time. They just walked through the desert and followed people. Uh, there were wandering Jews, nomads, people walking through the desert all the time. Sandal business must have must have gone up tremendously if they even had sandals. Well, you can't step on that hot sun in the desert all day. But they were moving and shaking back then. Things were happening. They don't happen like that anymore. No one's parting any kind of seas anymore. Hey, look, the sea just parted in the middle. It doesn't happen anymore. I've tried so long to turn water into wine. I thought that'd be a great business venture for me. It could be in Shark Tank and everything. I can't do it. I stare at the bottle of water a lot, trying to turn it. It doesn't, it doesn't go. It doesn't go. It doesn't turn into wine. Wine will turn into vinegar. Ugh. But water into wine, not happening for me. Miracles just not are, you know, no. Sometimes I'll stare at a bush, and then she says, stop doing that. I'll stare at the bush and uh, wait for it to catch fire because uh, there, there were burning bushes back then. Well, that they do have in Canada, actually. So, all right. Welcome to the program. How are you? Good to be with you. I think I already said that. I will entertain you today, but I will not be doing any dancing because my legs hurt for no reason whatsoever. That's what happens. You get a little bit older, things start hurting for no reason whatsoever. And you get all exciting. Oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on with my legs? And then you realize the next day, oh, that's gone. Okay. Don't know. Whenever I go to my doctor and say I have a little bit of pain in the shoulder, I have a pain in the neck, you're pain in the ass, I, I, 
you know, what is this? And she just says, no, it's, you know, like arthritis kind of stuff. Oh, okay, fine. Thank you. Here's a thousand dollars. Thank you. It's just part of getting older and you just live with it and it's not horrible, really. It can be, but usually not. You know, you just it's like you live with things. Are you married? Do you live with somebody? It's like that. You know, it's it's noticeable. It's not great, but I'm going to live with it. Same thing. <laughs> Look at this. I'm entertaining myself. <laughs> I should listen to myself more often. This isn't bad. <laughs> yes, it is, Ron. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, fine. Sorry. Anyway, big news item, not as big as the horrible things going on across the globe. Two things going on that, that one's scaring the hell out of me and the other is just fanciful kind of weird. What's scaring the hell out of me yesterday again uh, it was the warmest... Um, February, it's the warmest February on record. Yesterday was the warmest February, whatever it is, yesterday, um, through especially through the Midwest, warmest temperatures in the 70s in, in the winter in February, um, warmest on record. And we've been keeping records for a long time. So uh, here again, um, kiss your ass goodbye because things are not getting better globe-wise. And kids, you kids in college, you're going to have to deal with this stuff when you get older because um, you're going to be living on this planet and you're going to be hearing this, oh, it's the warmest this, it's the warmest that every single day of your lives. And you're going to start sweating a little bit. Um, You know, I'm sorry to leave you the world in such horrible condition, but don't blame me. I I was always for making the planet uh, a nicer place to live, but some of you just said, hell with it. I want my convenience, and, and I want to make money and screw everything else. All right, you're paying that price. Well, you won't, but the next generation will, and that probably will be your family. So, mm-mm, sorry. Nice job. I want to leave the planet better than when I came into, into it. Oh, okay. Well, that's one thing that didn't work out too well. The other thing is um, Wendy's. Wendy's. Ron, are you talking about that fast food chain? You bet I am. Wendy's made an announcement that starting next year in 2025, should we make it that long? And I question that. Wendy's is going to uh, start, um, what's the best way of putting this? Dicking with their prices. I guess that's the best way. It's a pricing method called dynamic pricing. Some people call it surge pricing, but dynamic pricing is pretty much what it is. It's the model that Uber uses, where if it's really, really busy, like around rush hour, and you call for an Uber, the price is going to be a little bit higher than it would have been if you did it during an off-peak hour thing. Uh, (laughs) it's to motivate the customers to buy things when it's not so busy and to make more money when it is. And Wendy's is going to try this. Let me just uh, say something to Wendy's if you're listening, honey. Um, (laughs) uh, You're not Uber. Uh, There aren't a lot of choices in any given city or whatever where these Ubers are. Um, you call for the price of Uber, they tell you the price, and you say yes or no. 
this is Wendy's. The fast food market, the lunch market, a lot more competition than an Uber company. So, Wendy's, what's going to happen is, let's take your square hamburger, and I know that doesn't fit into a round hole, but whatever. We'll take your square hamburger. Let's say, for example, your square hamburger is like $3.50, which I believe is way too much for that, but whatever. I don't even know what it is. I'm making up a number. Let's say it's $3.50, and it's 10 o'clock in the morning, if you even have hamburgers that early. Uh, it's three fifty. When it gets to lunchtime and it's getting busy, it's going to be three seventy-five. Why? It's the same hamburger. I know, but this is dynamic pricing. The demand is higher, so we're going to make you pay more. Oh, and I'm supposed to still get your stupid hamburgers? Well, that's the question. Wendy says that in 2025... The price will be like negligible. It might be an extra quarter or something like that. And most people don't care about an extra 25 cents. Listen, Wendy, maybe they don't care about 25 cents so much, but they do care about being shafted like that and played with. If your hamburger is 350, it's always going to be 350, you idiots. Guess what? There's a McDonald's, there's a Burger King, there's a Subway. And those are just a few of the national chains that can pretty much take care of lunch for you as well. And they probably won't touch the price, especially if Wendy's is going to start dicking with their prices. The other places are going to be, hey, we don't dick with our prices. This is the price and it's always the price. Come on in. Yeah, Wendy's, I don't think this is going to work very well. You're not Uber. Your competition is quite hefty. I think Wendy's is... Has, Wendy has grown some balls, and I'm sorry to say that in that sense. Wendy, of course, Wendy is, is uh, I, I, the guy, uh, Dave uh, Thomas, I believe, who was uh, the CEO of Wendy's. I think he named it after his daughter, as I understand, Wendy Thomas or something. Um, he's since passed away, so uh, they have a new uh, head of the thing, and uh, apparently this is what happens when you do that. I don't think the original uh, owner of uh, Wendy's would have done something like this. Anyway, um, yeah, here's the deal, Wendy. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You want to start watching sales go down? If the general public says, oh, you're going to play with that? You're going to play with my pricing? I'll play with your um, my purchases. I'll be going somewhere else. Thank you. And don't you think that McDonald's and Burger King and Subway and Jersey Mike's and all the other thousands of places to go for a quick lunch, don't you think that they will start saying, yes, and our prices are always our prices. We don't play with the prices. You're gonna, they're going to they're gonna win out, Wendy. You're going to hurt your reputation big time. Well, we're just trying it. That's a dangerous thing to try, my friends. Once you get that reputation of trying to dick with customers' pricing, it always is like that. You've opened Pandora's box. Now, a lot of people say, well, maybe the other chains will go into dynamic pricing and all the fast food will be dynamic pricing. No. No, I'll tell you why. Because, no. <sighs> this isn't an election. This is not Uber. This is a place where you have plenty of other choices.
Now, that's so much uh, 2025, and and you know we'll uh, we'll get into that as Wendy's apparently will rethink this. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'll tell you something. Was what he was supposed to do? Do you know? Let me tell you this little story, Wendy's, if you're listening. Um, people, when there's when there's a gas station, and gas is uh, three dollars and twenty cents a gallon at a particular station. About two miles away, there is a gas station that is selling gas for $3.18, two cents lower. People will drive another two miles to get to that two cents a gallon lower. Does it matter? No. Well, you fill up your car maybe and you got maybe, uh, what, 12 gallons you got to fill up. That's You're saving 24 cents. But people will go to that cheaper gas station. All the time, all the time, if they have the, the time to do it, and most do. So don't tell me about this little, uh, oh, it's, we're not, the prices won't vary that much. It doesn't matter. Don't play with people. They're not in the mood. I'm not. I don't know about the other people. There are some people that go, okay, whatever the price is, okay. There are some people like that. Well, there are a lot of people like that. But not enough to make this work, my friend. They will go hunting lower prices no matter what the difference is, even if it's nominal. Now, let's get into the Wendy's product, if we may. <clears throat> Here's your problem, Wendy. I think that you had somewhat of a thing going with the square hamburger thing. Do you know why they have uh, round hamburgers? I think you do, because the buns are round. If you made the bun square, it would actually make sense. But Wendy's took it a step further. Now, I haven't been to Wendy's in a long time because I don't eat fast food. There was a time in my life, I'd say about seven, eight years ago, after my last bout with uh, eating fast food and then ending up on the toilet like two hours later, I said, enough of this. It's affecting my system badly. And it's, I don't know if it's fried food or broiled or whatever the case may be. It's, it's screwing up my system here. I stopped that about seven, eight years ago. I haven't been to a fast food since. Maybe once every year by mistake because I had a few much, a little too much to drink. Um, just a little too much, by the way, I should clarify. So I may have slipped up maybe once in a year and gone to Burger King where they're flame broiled, whatever that is. I don't go to fast food, so I don't know this. I don't know what Wendy's buns look like, so to speak. Excuse that, that can sound wrong. I don't know what Wendy's buns look like, right? Um, I don't know if they're they're round buns or square buns. I think they were still round the last time I went to Wendy's about a decade ago. Uh, but that was smart because you saw the meat, the, the corners of the meat, the four corners sticking out from the bun. That looked tasty, like you were getting extra meat. That's what it looked like. Well, look, I got so much extra meat, it doesn't even fit in a bun anymore. It's the same amount of meat. It's just flatter. I think. I don't know. You know what? The more I talk about it, who who cares? But I did this, this square burger thing uh, was... Uh, off the charts, and people started looking at this uh, square burger deal and figured, oh, uh, something different. 
And Wendy's also is, uh, they, they present themselves as being a bit more healthy. I think they put an extra piece of lettuce on there. I don't know what makes them more healthy than another. I really don't know. But anyway, you know, I don't, maybe it's because um, there was a child involved, Wendy's. Um, the logo is Wendy, who has the pigtails, I think, uh, and freckles. I think that's what happens when you eat too much meat. Um, well, that's not necessarily the case. That's hereditary. Um, but the logo is like a little girl. Uh, so you figure, oh, oh, you know, it's like a sick puppy dog. Oh, a little girl. I got to eat her stuff. I mean, what's the logo for McDonald's? A freaking scary clown. <laughs> you got a vast difference in logos going on. A scary orange-haired clown. Wait a minute, that's Trump. Or a, a, a freckled young girl in pigtails. <laughs> One's scary and one is, ah. McDonald's, that's, you know, your logo is always stupid, always stupid. Well, you have the golden arches, which to me, I get confused between that and St. Louis. I think I was in St. Louis once on business for a day, and I saw the big uh, St. Louis arches. Is, is it St. Louis indeed that has the arches? I think it is. I don't recall. It was a lo- It was decades ago they went to, to, to St. Louis. I think it was that. And they had the big arches, and when I got off the plane, I saw these big arches like reaching into the sky, and I thought, "Oh, there's a McDonald's." I, you know, that was that was my reaction. No, but that McDonald's clown, ugh, you know, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and go, ugh, you know, um, not good. Um, Burger King, uh, it's a king. It's it's a it's a king uh, with a paper crown hat, and when you go to Burger King. You're supposed to uh, take this paper crown hat and put it on your head while you eat the hamburger. Um, I believe what they're doing is uh, shaming you. <laughs> Shame on you for eating this crap. Put that dunce cap on in the shape of a paper uh, crown, but put that on your head and show everybody just how moronic you can look while you're eating that crap. By the way, uh, Burger King is not crap. McDonald's is not crap. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesdays, Wendy's is not crap. They all have their thing. They do very well, all of them. Burger King, not so much, but they're doing very well, all of them. It's not crap. It's just something that I personally cannot eat anymore because my body now naturally will um, reject it. It'll reject it. Thus, the use of the toilet in such a short amount of time. The only other time that I'm at the toilet so quickly after a meal is Indian food. I've got to tell you, um, I love Indian food. It's spicy. It's tasty. I like it. It's presented well. Uh, It's not a lot of choices taste-wise, but still. But if I go to an Indian restaurant... um, yeah, I, I don't make plans for the next few hours because I can't. I just can't. My body just says it's very, very tasty, but we cannot do housing for that for too long. It must be passed through. I'll give you a little secret. If I, 
If I ever get constipated, I can't believe I'm saying this publicly. If I ever get constipated, there are three things that'll do the trick to get me out of that situation. Uh, one is uh, a large cup of black coffee. Two is uh, fast food. But that doesn't work too much because my stomach hurts before I even go, go to that. But Indian food, watch out. Stand back. Uh, Indian food will do it every time. Love it. But isn't that interesting that in life, the things that are, are the most enjoyable are the things that affect you the most negatively? I love cake. I love ice cream. All right, eat that every day. And then uh, take a blood test and see where you're at. <laughs> and then get on the scale and tell me how you're feeling. I mean, the things that we love are the worst for us. So you have to kind of like train your body to love the stuff that's good for you and not to really so much like the stuff that isn't good for you. And that's where I'm at. I'm not gloating or anything, but I've lost a lot of weight because I eat differently now. But that's not why I'm here. Um, I was talking about uh, Uber-style pricing for Wendy's coming up in 2025, which is a good distance away from now to the point where they can probably change their minds. By the way, this would happen at the Wendy's, supposedly, that are chain company owned. There are some Wendy's apparently that are independently owned. I dare say they will not participate. <laughs> They'd be a really too scared. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want one burger less here. No, no. I don't want to scare away one customer. No, I ain't doing that. So anyway, that's the story. Okay. I have a guest uh, coming up momentarily. But first, before that occurs, and it shall occur uh, if you do stick with me, First, a, a short commercial word, and then we're right back. Don't go anywhere. Please don't go anywhere. Speaking of burgers, how about this? First, they put jalapenos on your hamburger, but that wasn't hot enough. Then came habaneros, but still, that wasn't hot enough. Next came the ghost pepper, and still, that was not hot enough for you. Well, buckle up, tough guy, because Burger Guy thinks you're not man enough to handle the heat of our new sweet flaming mother of heaven. What the fuck did you assholes do to my hamburger burger? Featuring two of Burger Guy's signature paper-thin patties topped with an experimental hot sauce made from a concentrated hot pepper extract that has only been approved for military use by North Korea. This burger will burn a hole through every inch of your intestines and then slap your mama on its way out for good measure. This burger is so hot they wouldn't let us test it on prisoners. Death Row Prisoners. But for a limited time, you can try your luck at your local burger guy. If you're not a complete pussy. All purchases of the sweet flaming mother of heaven what the f*** did you assholes do to my hamburger burger must be pre-approved by a certified attorney at law with proper notification of next kin. Sweet flaming mother of heaven what the f*** did you assholes do to my hamburger burger must not be consumed within 500 yards of schools or within 1,000 yards of open flame. All burger guy franchisees reserve the right to ignore cries for mercy or requests for immediate medical attention. Samantha Wetchie is here. She's a L'Oreal Paris woman of worth 2023 honoree. And co-founder and president of 16 Strong Project, which is a nonprofit organization. Tell me about that organization first, Samantha. 
Sure, and, and I'm glad to be here. I'm excited to be here with you. Sure. Um, I'm happy to tell you more. So 16 Strong is an organization that I co-founded with my mom, actually. Um, and what we do is we take a proactive approach to youth mental health, where we're educating young people directly about the different factors that impact their mental health. So we talk to them a lot about something called Adverse Childhood Experiences, or ACEs for short, mm -hmm. with the ultimate goal of preventing the development of mental health challenges or substance use issues in young people before they arise, whether it's in response to what they experienced mm -hmm. or potentially using a negative coping skill. So we're really trying to get that message out earlier and provide a sense of hope, healing, and humanity for, for our nation's young people. Wow, okay. And this is L'Oreal Paris, women, women of uh, worth, and they're honorees. How does one become uh, eligible for that? So any women, any woman nonprofit leader, nonprofit founder mm -hmm. can be eligible for the L'Oreal Paris Women of Worth program. So anyone that you know that is doing amazing nonprofit work, is a leader, is a founder, um, on the ground, doing the hard work, addressing the nation's biggest issues, changing lives, um, that is really the criteria for being nominated. Wow. And this has been going on for a while, I understand. Yeah, so I believe this is the 19th year of the wow. L'Oreal Paris Women of Worth program. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been quite a while. Wow. And you were uh, one of them, I understand, as well. I was. I was in the 2023 class, so the most recent one for now until we have our 2024 one. But, um, yes, I was, along with nine other incredible women. Wow. Okay. And uh, do you get free L'Oreal products or something? or? <laughs> so I can talk a little bit about um, what I have gotten as a as a nominee, so or as an honoree, not just a nominee anymore. Um, right. So each of the honorees do receive a twenty five thousand dollar grant for their organization oh. from L'Oreal Paris, which oh. is of course tremendously helpful. Um, in addition to that, you do have access to just a large national platform that you can use to share your story, share your cause, share the mission and share the organization, kind of like shouting it from an opportunity to shout it from the rooftops, which of course the financial stuff is, is great and so helpful, but we as an organization, I imagine others as well, got so much from just having that level of, of a platform to be able to share hmm. our mission with, with the world really. Wow. And that's what happened to you. Uh, it, be, it became more yep. pronounced, right? It did, yeah. Um, we've definitely seen a very much increased number of people reaching out to us, wanting mm -hmm. to be involved, wanting to volunteer, become partners, collaborate, people all over the country that I probably would have never come into contact with yeah. otherwise. Um, what's been really interesting is we've had people who have reached out to us who have, um, as part of this process, L'Oreal Paris puts out short videos about each of the honorees. We do a bunch of filming mm -hmm. and they, they put it out there into the world. So we've had a lot of people who have reached out to us who have said, Oh, I was watching TV and I saw your video and I was so excited to reach out. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it, they really do get your message out there. And as an organization, we have tremendously benefited from that. Um, I mentioned when I was explaining that we are, we, we take a proactive approach. So by having this, this national platform and this larger audience, we've been able to reach such even more, even more kids across the country, change even more lives, have more partners and just spread hope. What was was your organization regional beforehand, and now it's somewhat national? 
It's honestly actually always been national. Huh. Um, we do huh. a lot of our, we've been able to connect with people uh, across the country through through Zoom, through other virtual methods. And we have, what we have is youth leaders and other volunteers on the ground in different communities around the country who huh. do in-person work. So we all connect as like kind of like an overarching community. And then we have volunteers in different regions and in different places who are doing more community-based outreach um, on the ground, addressing the specific issues and challenges that are unique to their own community. Very cool. Wow. Okay. Let's say that uh, someone knows uh, a person that would be uh, worthy or at least want to be recognized as to what they're doing. Uh, What's the process? Who do we contact? So listeners can go to womenofworth.com to nominate an amazing woman nonprofit leader or founder Mm -hmm. in their lives. And there's a nomination form to fill out. So it's really as simple as just going to womenofworth.com and following what's on there to to nominate a woman. Wow. Does the person that you're nominating necessarily know that you're nominating them? (laughs) They do not. And it's funny you ask that because someone nominated me, a volunteer, Ah. an amazing volunteer with our organization. And I had no idea. (laughs) So it was an amazing surprise to me when I found out about it um, because I didn't even know that I was nominated. So you definitely can do it without it. Of course, you can share with that person. But um, it was really special to me to have had someone in my life nominate me without me even knowing. And then to to get the news that I was, you know, moving along in the process was was awesome. Wow. That's like just being nominated in that fashion is like uh, enough of the enough of an honor in itself. I, I agree. I I said the same thing um, to this person who did nominate me. I was like, that was honestly, and that meant so much to me that you even cool. thought of me. Um, cool. I do want to add though that you can nominate yourself. It doesn't have to be someone around you. You can definitely nominate yourself if you are a woman that is doing amazing nonprofit uh-huh. work. If you're an incredible nonprofit founder, you can go ahead and nominate yourself. You definitely deserve it. <laughs> okay, sure. Be nicer if someone else did it though. Okay, um, fine. <laughs> so various ways of doing that. Uh, is there a deadline? There is. The deadline for nominations is March 8th, which is also International Women's Day. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Uh, one more time, that website, so people can honor. Oh, they can't honor me. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, they can't honor you, unfortunately, but they can honor another woman, nonprofit leader, yes. founder in their community, lives around them, and they can do that by going to womenofworth.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that'll do it for me today. Thank you to my guests, and thank you to you. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program, but until that time arrives, I wish you peace. Peace.